Welcome to Revival from the Bible, a daily devotional podcast designed to help more people get into God's Word and get more out of the Word. I'm Ben Blakey. Today's passage is Revelation 22. Well, you did it. You have reached the end of the New Testament. And if you've been listening from the beginning, if you have gone through all 312 episodes of the New Testament with us, thank you. Thank you for coming along on this ride with us. Thank you for investing this much time digging into God's Word. I firmly believe that you, your soul, will benefit from it. But don't you love, isn't there a great sense of completion when you do something like this? When you finish the New Testament, there's something that feels good about that. You set out to do something and it is now finished. We love that, I think, in this world and all of that. All of those times that you get that sense of completion are really just a taste of the sense of completion that I think we should get reading this particular chapter. As we look at the last chapter of of the Bible, as we get a a glimpse into what will come, uh, and we anticipate still that sense of completion, we, we see that. But we also see in this passage that we are still waiting for that. We see more of a description, really, of the the new heaven and the new earth. And then we also see several things as this book wraps up that will cause us to ask some good questions as we wrap up the book of Revelation, and really as we wrap up today, the entire New Testament in our 312th and final episode. So as you look, especially at the first few verses, verses one through five, which uh, again, focus a little bit more on the new heaven and new earth. Consider again, the three things we noticed yesterday. One, the presence of God. Uh, Verse three, no longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him. They will see his face. Wow, that is what we are waiting for. And someday that will come. So the presence of God, that's the headline in uh, the new heaven and the new earth. Also, we saw right there at the beginning of verse three, no longer will there be anything accursed. Uh, There's the absence of anything wrong in this new and perfect and eternal place. And third, we get a great sense, just even in those first few verses, uh, that it is a glorious place. It is a glorious place. There is the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb. Wow. What, What will that be like? And we see, like I mentioned yesterday, some connections to um, the garden. The garden had a river coming out of it. We see here a river going through it. We remember the tree of life in the garden. Here we read about the tree of life with its 12 kinds of fruit yielding its fruit each month. Now that's interesting. What are those kinds of fruit? What is that like for them to yield it eat each month? What will it taste like? Well, we can imagine those things, but someday I think we will literally taste 
of those things. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. There's no light of lamp or sun because the Lord is the light and they will reign forever and ever. So even there, that line, just thinking of the unending reign of the Lord, what an incredible thing. We think of the presence of God, we think of the absence of anything wrong, and we think of a glorious, glorious place. And so I hope that this reinforces what we talked about yesterday, that you would think of heaven in a more real way, that you would anticipate a a real uh, eternal life in the presence of God uh, as you read these chapters. Now, we get into a lot of closing things as we move on uh, past that. We see uh, the angel talking to John. We see Jesus saying things, and behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. And then it ends really with a sense of yearning for Christ, where he again says, surely I am coming soon. And then John says, amen, come Lord Jesus. So as we think through just some of the things that we see here in the rest of the chapter, it's good for us to maybe ask some questions to conclude our time in Revelation and our time in the New Testament. And the first question is simply this, have you believed in Jesus Christ? Everything we see in Revelation, there's one of two destinations. You're either in the new heaven and the new earth or you are in the lake of fire. And how do you get to the new heaven and the new earth? Throughout the entire New Testament, it is very clear. It is through faith in Christ. It's based on what Christ has done. He died on the cross for our sins. He rose again. That's the gospel, the good news. And we are called to respond in repentance and faith by turning from our sin and trusting in Jesus as our Lord and Savior. Have you done that? If you can finish the New Testament without doing that, you are missing the main thing, and you are not ready for the events of this book. A second question would be, are you relying on God's word? I just think this book, Revelation, it begins, and now we see at the end here, there there is a blessing. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. And we saw something similar, also mentioning things like hearing uh, the words and reading of the words of the prophecy of this book. But until we see all of this happen, are you relying on God's word? And so even this, this is the end of something. This is the end of a Bible reading plan. I sure hope that this is not the end of your Bible reading. I sure hope that this is just the beginning. And even just this podcast, maybe it's something like training wheels, helping you to to see ways to get more out of God's word so that you can do that more and more and more in your own life. We need to rely on God's word. Uh, Another thing I I think we want to think through as we respond to this passage is one, are you walking in purity? Are you walking in purity? And and as we think through uh, what we've seen, we've seen the imagery throughout the book um, just of, of purity and even keeping garments white. And we see some things in this last chapter, I think, that that help us to go along those uh, lines. I mean, one thing we see how 
verse 14, blessed are those, here's the imagery again, who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life and those that enter the city by the gates. Now, obviously, there's a sense in which we cannot wash our robes by ourselves. We need Christ and his cleansing. Our sins are like scarlet. He can make them white like wool. But if you think back to the letters to the churches at the beginning of the book, this was also an expectation for Christians. Keep your garments white. Outside are the dogs and the sorcerers and the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. There is a final destination. And I think that's a little bit of what helps us understand that confusing verse in the middle of the chapter, verse 11, let the evildoer still do evil and the filthy still be filthy and the righteous still do right and the holy still be holy. Why in the world would we tell evil people to still do evil? I think it's saying that there comes a point where these things are irreversible and it's certainly in eternity. There is no now changing these things. But I hope the New Testament has again and again helped you to grow in sanctification, to walk in purity, to walk in the the purity for which Christ has saved you. A fourth question is, are you serving faithfully as we wait for the return of Christ? Think of what he says in verses 12 and 13. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. God is, or Jesus is coming and he's going to bring rewards. And we want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant. We want to be those who are faithful, doing the work that Christ has given us to do as we wait for him to return. We want to be those servants that are serving when the master returns. Are you serving faithfully? If Jesus Christ came back today, would you be embarrassed of how faithful you are being in the service of the church and the bride of Christ and the mission of Christ of making disciples? Or would you have some sense of a clear conscience that you are serving and you're being faithful and you're doing your best in that end? And finally, the fifth question as we close our reading for the year is, are you eagerly waiting? Can you say with the Apostle John here, amen, come Lord Jesus. We started the book of Revelation by talking about how this book should elevate our view of Christ. And one of the effects of an elevated view of Christ should be a yearning for Christ that we are longing for him to come. We are longing to see what we have read about in Revelation take place as the kingdoms of this world become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever. Can your heart cry out that old Aramaic word, Maranatha? What that means is, come, O Lord. Can you say, come, Lord Jesus, today? As we wrap up the New Testament, I hope that your heart is at an all-time high in that yearning. Of course, there is such a great sense of completion, perhaps in finishing reading through the New Testament, or we see a sense of completion in this new heaven and the new earth. Things are final. Things are done. But that is still future. Until then, we have this longing. And so, Even though we've wrapped up the New Testament, I hope you continue to read 
the Bible. Uh, We've been recording this in the year 2023, and our plan is in 2024, we are going to do 312 episodes through the Old Testament. So if you've been going through this with us in real time, I want to invite you to continue going through the Bible with us in the Old Testament, or if you're listening to some point in the future, I hope that you continue to read the Bible, to study the Bible, to obey the Bible, and that all you see in the Bible continues with only greater intensity to cause you to cry out from the bottom of your heart, come Lord Jesus. Thanks for digging into God's Word with me today on Revival from the Bible. For more resources, check out revivalfromthebible.com. To learn more about Compass Bible Church Treasure Valley, go to compassbible.tv. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.